Okay, so this morning is really, 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 really key because I don't um, want to speak from my my thinking. You know, um, I'm going to speak from experience. But the reason why I've had, I've got, I would say, um, Laura in the city on this morning, and I'm sure that once she finishes talking, many of you guys are going to see the value of this. So I'm just going to do a bit of an introduction on today's topic, um, and then I will let um, I will let. D, actually, D, introduce, your introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about Law City. And it keeps going up. Great. Well, Law City is a platform that gives aspiring lawyers um, access to the legal industry. And it's not just aspiring lawyers, but it's aspiring lawyers from low socioeconomic backgrounds. Because um, we realise in the legal industry that it's very elitist. Right. Um, there's normally people from, let's say, my community, Croydon, Peckham or whatever, who say they want to be lawyers. But then when it comes to the time where they need to compete, you realise that they don't know anything about the legal industry. They don't have experience. Um, they might have the grades, but they're not, they haven't got the mindset of a lawyer. So what Law City does is it connects them to the legal industry from a young age. Um, it gives them the skills that they need to compete. But it also gives them access or like opportunities. From our last event, we had people who gained work experience at the firm that we was at. Um, mm. If it wasn't for COVID, we would have had an insight day at one of the top law firms, Baker McKenzie, for whoever was interested. Um, it gives them opportunities to get mentored so that when it comes to the time for them to actually start applying, um, they are ready and they're able to compete with the top lawyers who have maybe gone to Russell Group universities or who have had um, access to the legal industry from a young age. So that's literally what we do. We're just um, bridging the gap um, for th those people from low socioeconomic backgrounds to the legal sector in the city of London. I love that, I love that. And wherever you are, just give a round of applause. I love <laughs> it so much. Um, and you know what guys, yeah? It's not just about Law City, it's just about anything that's excellent. Like anytime I see somebody making an effort, I've seen, this young lady sleep in the library for days. I think many of us who follow her on her personal account or were part of her tribe, we see her sleep in the library. Like she is there day in, day out and her books are out and she's just like killing it. And anything that I have going on legally, I'm going to her and I'm saying, what do I do? What do I do? So um, last week, very privileged to well, pr very privileged to be um, currently buying a company right now, um, quite a big, large tech firm. And I've never done a merge, merge, mergers and acquisition um, contract before. And of course, what would that cost me outside to do? Loads. Depends. Like lawyers get charged um, per hour. So hour. it would have been literally based on the hours that were spent. So probably 350, 500 an hour, depending on the lawyer. Yeah. And I'm obviously going to go to somewhere great because I don't want to be mugged off. And we've worked on it. We 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 thought it was going to be. I know what I want, right? And this is where I'm going. I know what I want. This is what I want to do. Um, and can you put this on a piece of paper for me? And I just want to send it to them. I think it was two weekends. We did. We, I I came to you the first weekend, and by the second weekend, and then we had to speak to her. She said those were not her terms, and this is what she wants. And then we fixed it, and da 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 da. da and we've now find we've got the first draft of the final. And, it, and I thought it was going to take a week to do, but it's we, have, we haven't even signed contract yet because that other side also has their terms. Mm -hmm. Tell me about negotiation. What are the tips you think that people need to be considering when they're doing a merge? 
Um, so both parties, as you said, have their own terms. So the buyer would have their own terms and the seller will also have their own terms. So it's about finding a common ground, but mostly depends on who has the most bargaining power. So who... I love that. So who has the most bargaining power? Yeah. So mostly you, the buyer might want something, but maybe the seller's in a stronger position. Uh, oh, maybe okay. they've got more to offer or they're just a bigger business or... I'm going to stop you there because I want us to talk about that. So this morning we're talking about partnerships, merging, mergers and acquisition. And you spoke about the person who has the most, say it again, in case... Bargaining power. Most bargaining power is able to pull and ask for more. Now, what I found in our community is you don't have no bargaining power, you don't have no clout, but you're pulling all the terms. And for, for me, I want us to step into the real world now because, you know, what's happening right now, especially with, with, with what's COVID, what COVID has done for the, for the rest of the world, he's made us all wake up to really understand that you either need a second income, your day job or your, your day hustle is not enough, you need something else to do. And it's made you realize your real value, meaning are you at home not earning money? Yeah. And I've asked you guys many times to ask yourselves that question. And it's a hard question to ask is how much money did I make last year? I don't care if it was a hundred pounds, write it down. So, you know, I'm worth a hundred pounds in 2019 and it's fine. But in 2020, I'm going to do this. So now you're in a position that you want to buy a, um, you want to buy a card? Uh, I want to use something very... You give me an idea. What kind of business should we say? Because I don't want anybody to feel as if it's very personal. So what kind of company are we buying this morning? Um, let's say a marketing company. Okay, a PR agency. Mm -hmm. So you want to buy a PR agency, right? And you've got an idea... Oh, no, let's not use PR agency. We've got many PR people. So somebody might come and attack me tomorrow. Start something else. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's say a shop. A shop. Yeah. Okay. A corner shop. Yeah. No, let's use PR agency, actually. It's fine. I'm not <laughs> going to be afraid, to be honest. Okay. You want to buy a PR agency, right? And the you've got the idea. You've got the idea and you may have done a logo. Is a logo an idea stage enough value to, to negotiate? No, because it's not, not worth anything. <laughs> you know, I love the truth. Why is it not worth anything? Um, you've got to think about it. Like, if you're buying something like, let's say, Microsoft, it already comes with that image. When you see a Microsoft logo, you already know what you're getting from it. If right. if your business is not established and it hasn't got any reputation, then just seeing a logo, it has no value because no one's trying to get anything because they've seen your logo. It has no <laughs> weight. I love this. Hold on. Do, do I have any branding people on this morning that we can uh, add to this call as well? I know that they've got, a, I know I've got, we've got a client call at nine o'clock, but forget the client. Um, can Sandy join? Is she available to join the call? Um, you like her, right? You should, Caroline, you should meet her. Follow her page. It's Law, it's Law City underscore. She's one of your young ladies that you would actually love very, very much. Um, I will do a call with you, with you guys both, and she'll be really good for you on franchise stuff. Um, is any branding person online? I want them to join this call this morning so we can talk about branding and the value of branding. Now, what tends to happen in our community is this. Somebody is, would come up with an idea in their bedroom, get a logo made for £50 and start screaming that they're the leader of that space. <laughs> it's, not, it's not fair and it's not okay. What makes um, 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 Law City, 
what makes um, something, when can you claim that something is yours? At what stage can you claim that you own something? I think once you're competing at the highest level, when people what, hear what your name. Um, when people Hold on one second. I've just got a business owner saying something here. Before you have bargaining power, you need to be already be known for that craft. Yeah. And you need to be known to be the best in that field. That's exactly. a multi-millionaire that owns, uh, I think, uh, how many childcare... Um, um, she owns a childcare multi-brand... Is it not like he has how many staffs do you have? Is it like 75 members of staff? You have to have bargaining power. You need to already be known for that craft and you need to be best in that field for, for you to be in a position to bargain. Um, but go ahead. Yeah, literally that. So you have um hold on a minute. Caroline, can you join us on Periscope, please, to give us some advice? Are you able? I don't know if it allows you, or can I merge you on Instagram? Because I think we've got a bit of an audience on Periscope. I think they'll be really interested to hear you. Let me know if you can, but go ahead. Yeah, literally what that person just said. Like, if you think about the legal industry, let's say, if I'm thinking about who's got the most value, I'm going to think Magic Circle because they're the top five and that's who I know. So right. if you say you're owning that space, if I think right. of that industry, I should be able to think about your business. Right. Otherwise, no one, you're not really doing anything. You can't say you're owning that space. Hold on. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to show your face. It doesn't matter. It, um, D's face is not shown, it's covered, so it's not, you don't get to see her face, so it's fine, you can come on. But yeah, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this, but go ahead. Yeah, so if you think of an industry and the first thing they think about is your business, then you know that you're you're literally competing or running in that space. Caroline's coming on, guys, so this is going to be good, but go ahead. Yeah, so literally, if you think, if I'm going back to law firms, the magic circle will not com um, consider just anybody as their competitors. They'll only consider wow. those within the magic circle as their competitors because wow. they have the same clients. Um, wow. They're probably earning the same amount of money. They're charging wow. the same amount of money for a case. So it's not just, okay, I've created a logo. I'm in this space, so I'm taking over. No, does anybody within that industry know you? If I think of that industry, does your name, does your business come up? If right. I was looking for resorts in that industry, the best resorts, mm. am I going to go to your company or right. am I even going to consider? Can I, can I ask you, yeah, um, does time count? When you're, when you're doing a, a merging acquisition, does time spent count? In what way? In in terms of the, if I'm if I if I've spent time in that industry, let's say I've got five years or ten years no. in that industry, does that or ten years building my business, does that count? No, it's based on the results. Wow. Because you so could have spent I've twenty been, years on something, but there's nothing to show for it. So what? So if I've been if I've been practicing, um, uh, uh, if I've been practicing something for twenty years. But I don't, does that not count when I'm, when I'm, does that not, how, how does that not count? I'm confused. How does that actually not count? It depends. If I'm, if I'm buying the business because I want your experience, then obviously, yeah, that will count. But if I'm just buying it based on the value, um, no value. then yeah, then it's based on the value. It's not based on the time. That's, that's, um, Karen, I'm waiting for you though. I'm waiting for you on, on Periscope. That's insane. That's, I think even me, that shocked me because I, I thought, that time spent actually helps um, helps you come up. I don't know. I thought time spent will help you be able to negotiate a better 
a better deal. Well, yeah, if you time equals to experience, right? But if your experience hasn't been able to produce anything, then, but obviously you would naturally Bear with me a second. Bear with me a second. I'm so sorry, guys. I really want um, to do this properly. So what you, you've got the Periscope app, right? So just join me on Periscope. So if you come off Instagram and join me on Periscope, um, when you come on Periscope, um, um, when you come on Periscope, there's a little heart you can click. So jump on Periscope first, and then I will be able to direct you on what to do then. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, so time, in most cases, equals to experience and equals to value. Right. But obviously, that's not the case all the time. So I can't say, yeah, if you've got 20 years experience, it means it will be, um, you'd have more bargaining power because it doesn't necessarily work out like that. It's basically mm. based on the value. Unless the reason why I'm acquiring the business is because of your right. experience. And obviously, right. that will come into, into play. Okay, so you have to have a reason to want to merge and acquire anyway. Yeah. Right. So I was looking at, for example, Intel. I can't, I believe it's Apple that bought Intel or something like that. And they wanted the the I, I wouldn't use I don't want to use tech terms that I don't know, but they wanted um they wanted to have they wanted to offer those Intel services to Apple customers because it will make Apple more valuable. Mm-hmm. So because of the experience or the service level that that person provided made it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So my question to our community um, this morning was: n- nobody wants to, um, nobody wants to do a 50-50 partnership. It seems scary. Why do people run away from doing 50-50 splits? But we see it a lot in the world. I don't know if you can give me some examples, guys, of 50-50 splits that you've seen before, but people run away from those things. Why? Why do people run away from 50-50 splits in terms of contracting and putting together a contract that will work? And I think my answer to that is because of trust, right? It's because of trust that...